Hello, everyone. This is Father Michael Tischel. And I am Strati Papa Georgiou. And we are an imperfect Perfect podcast. podcast. <laughs> Cue music. Well, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off because we, we talked about how uh, this this uh, this topic was something that I I put on the table, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh, the heat the heat for it. Your your topics are usually your topic. Like I, the topics we talk about are usually yours, anyway. Um, but, who knows uh, who they who, who knows whose they are? Fair. They may That's they might uh, they, they might fair. they might uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm the intermediary between some sort of social. Well, conditioning or or it god doesn't, maybe it doesn't it doesn't Hopefully. matter both both maybe yes. it doesn't really matter it doesn't matter the point is that this time i'm i'm definitely following your lead yeah a little bit more not for any real reason i just it's your week this week we'll say no worries no worries well yeah and, and i guess i just wanted to start out by kind of uh you know being very honest uh with our our listeners with and with you with with uh with myself just because you know we're in the midst of um a pretty interesting time you know as far as you know we got hit by the coronavirus uh, and that's what we've been experiencing for the last few months and um you know ups and downs and uh you know certain people getting hit a lot more than other people both health-wise and economically um, and that's been a, a doozy in and of itself. Um, and then, you know, as everyone's aware, obviously, um, last week, you know, we had uh, the sort of eruption around the country in the wake of the killing of George Floyd um, by the police officer um, and, uh, and how that kind of really agitated our country, I think is a, is a good way of, you know, putting it, um, ag- you know, kind of, kind of, open something up that uh, kind of caused this um, this period of unrest and um, yeah. protest and rioting and, you know, certainly um, a, a number of different things happening all at once. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, personally, I feel I feel somewhat uncomfortable talking about this on the air um, just because I think it's a it's a huge topic. Um, I, yeah, I feel very incapable of talking about it. I think it's, it's bringing out a lot of my own, um, yeah, just feelings of kind of like ignorance yeah. and not having any clue sure. what I'm talking about. So I, I think just, just want to be honest in saying that, like, I feel like I'm probably going to say something that's going to offend somebody or, you know, that's going to trigger somebody or that's going to reveal my own latent, you know, biases or racism or whatever. Um, and, um, you know, I just want to say that I, I've, Personally, I'm learning in this process. Um, I'm wrestling with it myself, yeah. um, based on my own experiences. Um, you know, it. You know, regardless of people's views, I think one way or the other, it is bringing out these questions of of racial relations, of uh, yeah. you know, relationship with the black community. Sure. Um, and uh, and here we are, two white boys. You know, yeah. 
talking about it. So it's like, obviously when, you know, anybody, my, my own personal principle is whenever, whenever I'm talking about somebody else, another person that's not in the room, I most of the time fail at this, but I at least strive to talk about them in the best possible way. Yeah. Um, because they're not here to defend themselves or even to represent themselves. And I think similarly, you know, as far as if we are going to get into that at all, uh, which we're going to do, I think more on a general level, um, certainly recognizing that, uh, we don't have, uh, you know, somebody from the black community to represent themselves, uh, in any yeah. capacity. Um, that being the case, again, you know, people are wrestling with this on so many different levels. And I think there have yeah. been some really good conversations out there, some really difficult conversations, some really bad conversations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty all, much all the whole gamut. Of- all kinds of conversations. All kinds of conversations are <laughs> happening. It's are a happening. very em- emotionally charged uh, yeah. type thing. I mean, this is, you know, something that is has was both spurred on by and is causing violence, um, yeah. which is obviously something that is, um, you know, just hard. I mean, and it's hard yeah. to have civil dialogue and discourse in the midst of something that could cause violence i don't think that anyone really expected it i mean right like we we live day to day not realizing the under underlying tension mm-hmm. there is a tension right. underneath and we sure. don't we we walk we wake up and go to bed and work and do our work and stuff and like we don't realize right that this is here still right like most of us think that it's you know, it's it's a thing from the past, but really, it's there's still something happening right underneath the surface of the, of the nation. Yep. That yep. that is very real. Yeah. Um, and it exploded a couple of days ago. Yeah. Just you know, no one would have expected it really. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, as as I've heard from, you know, people in the realm of psychology. Yeah. You know, um, whenever you get into a conversation with somebody, if like a, a therapist or something is talking to a client. It's at the moment of agitation when you know that you're starting to actually hit on something that's right. worth talking about. Right. Because especially in our culture, I think that we, we you know, and, and perhaps this is just in, in the white community, I don't know. But it could, I think in, in American culture in general um, is yeah, characterized by this kind of culture of niceness. Oh, especially in the Southeast. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, it's like, just... it's like, yeah, and it's 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 in the northeast as well. Sure. From where, a, you know, it's a very it's actually a very British thing. I think. It, it perhaps it is it is a carryover it's, from uh, yeah yeah. So so it's like you know it's like we can we can get on, kind of like being very nice about everything, right? Um, and but this that doesn't necessarily mean that everything is hunky dory, right? Yeah. I mean, even even in a family context, right? Like you can sort of like put on this sort of air of civility and politeness and you know when underneath is brewing you know and it's it's always a a a tension as far as like on the one hand you know sometimes there is a virtue in sort of like trying to fake it till you make it kind of thing right and and like just even though you feel really angry with somebody or something like that like you you force yourself to be civil in order to um work towards loving that person but when yeah. it becomes a, a perpetual way of being for sure. as far as, uh, you know, well, always just being nice, but then like, you know, backstabbing somebody for sure. You know, yeah. You know, I, I, I know somebody um, I'm related to somebody that is like, oh, not that they'll, they're not going to backstab you. Uh, 
you know, but like, but like they, they definitely, <laughs> they definitely like, like, do you, Hey, do you want me to pause the show? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then my mom will turn around and pause it. <laughs> you will pause that show. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, pa- no, pause it. Fine. And then when the person comes back from the bathroom, they're like, um, thank you for pausing. You know? <laughs> right. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm not a mind reader. I can't read. Not a mind reader. I don't know. I don't understand these cultural cues. <laughs> totally. Oh my goodness. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 we're in this this place right now where around the country, you know, there are protests happening. There are riots happening, um, yeah. and it's a you know it's a it's a difficult time to to have a podcast. And I th- I mean I think our our podcast has always been characterized by um us being very upfront with people about how we don't know everything you know and how we are we are very imperfect (laughs) i'm definitely not an ethnic ethnologist like i don't know like right sociologist whatever yeah well yeah like a nationologist like i don't understand you know i don't know the in all the workings of 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 this country or, or you know yeah nor should nor nor should we necessarily in the sense of right we shouldn't expect ourselves to know everything that right. being the case, we also, you know, without feeling sort of undue sense of uh, unrealistic expectations of ourselves, we can strive to sure. um, gain a more responsible and kind of like, um, you know, uh, informed sense of things, which is what I think we're all trying to do. Um, and um, yeah, so I mean, it's like our podcast has been kind of goofy, laid back, and this is obviously a, a more serious topic. Um, but one thing that I thought we could talk about that is not necessarily squarely hitting this um, whole, uh, hitting our circumstances squarely, square head on, which maybe we should be doing and maybe we can sort of, it'll emerge throughout the conversation. But as it relates to our little church in America, our Orthodox church in America, I thought it would be really interesting for us to kind of delve into this question of what does it mean that we are a Catholic church? And of course, we have the Roman Catholic Church, so not to confuse people about that, but um, in the Nicene Creed, which was, you know, penned in the fourth century, we hear that we believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, right? And so that that the church is Catholic just means that the church is universal, or as you mentioned before the podcast, worldwide. It just comes from the Greek word katholiki, which is like kataoliki or kata, um, according to the whole. Yeah. Right, according to the, to that which is kind of covers everything is all inclusive, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that our church is a church uh, that is sort of oriented towards the whole universe, right? Yeah. Um, and and uh, you know, so we thought about that that would be, or I thought that that would be a helpful topic, and I mentioned it I to you, so. and you agreed. Yep. Um, as far as like, what's our vision of our church? You know, what's our vision of our church? Because we've got the reality of where we're at now, you know, which in America is is a minority kind of situation. Yeah. Um, in other countries is a lot more of a majority situation. Yeah. Um, we've got the reality um, of how orthodoxy came to America, yeah. different ethnic uh, immigrant waves. Um, and then we've got sort of the vision of, of what the church is and how we're sort of actualizing that vision within yeah. our reality. Yeah. It's funny, like when I'm like, I don't know, people can probably see it, hear it. 
But like whenever I have like a good, what I perceive as a good thought, or I have a thought period, right? And, and suddenly I'm like, no, no, not yet. Okay. You know, like, like, like I, I have something to say about that. Okay, wait, I'm waiting, you know, cause, cause you know, I'm waiting for my moment to speak. But like, well, like, I think that, I think that it's an interesting topic because it's definitely one that, that applies to us as Orthodox in America. I think that Orthodox Christians in America, there's one thing they, and this is just thoughts that I'm having. So one thing they don't quite realize about Orthodox in Cyprus, let's say. I never had the thought as an Orthodox growing up in Cyprus in those early years that this is for Greek people. Mm-hmm. I never knew that was a thing. Uh, um, we went to Russia and when I was like seven, eight or nine, and I remember thinking, hey, more orthodox people right like i never thought like well it's greek right what are these people doing they're not greek like you get that here and i think that that people in america think that oh the problem with orthodoxy is ethnic clubs mm-hmm. the problem with orthodoxy in the diaspora mm-hmm. is ethnic clubs at least in north america you know maybe australia maybe england or something mm-hmm. um yeah and 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 because because they they just i guess this is just a little background on orthodoxy in america is it came as immigrants from countries that were suffering from poverty or post wars, mm-hmm. World War II destroyed Europe. So people right after World War II hightailed it out of there, um, you know, because they were hungry. Essentially, <laughs> they had no choice, um, and uh, and so then they came here, and uh, for the Greek immigrants anyway, uh, they came here and they desired um, to hold on to who they were in light of their new home. And they saw that what they had was good. At least it was, they felt that it was good. And, um, and so this issue becomes where it's like, it becomes more of a, a ethnic club. And this turns off many uh, converts in, in America. Um, and it's unfortunate. And I don't want to get into too many of the details of how it's unfortunate. But if you go over there, they don't, I, I don't, they don't really see it. They don't really, yeah, you're not Greek, but you're, you're Orthodox though, right? Like they, 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 they're, you're, but you're Orthodox, but you're not Greek. And, and, and they, they make this, they make this precision. They don't take both and say they're the same thing. You know, they don't hear Greek over there and say, well, obviously you're Orthodox, mm-hmm. right? They, they say, well, they're American, but they're not Orthodox, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're, they're Orthodox, but they're American. Yeah. And they make that distinction now. And there's no ethnic strong ethnic ties with the religion with our faith um over there as much as it is here yeah it's it's because because here is they were holding on to both of both together and that somewhere it became blurred yep became blurred yep all right strata you ready for it i'm going to stir up the pot a little i believe that we will never truly be at home in america as orthodox christians until we have learned to, until we have truly seen the gift that the African-American community can offer us as the church. You know, you might be right. We, we talked about this before. You might be right. And from, from a certain view, from a certain perspective that, that I do have, I have definitely seen in my limited amount that I've seen, right? Cause like, I, I don't, you know, live amongst too many African-Americans. Nor do I. Right. But, but I've definitely seen this old school piety that 
is so important. And it's what you find in Orthodox countries. Right. And you can see it in the white community, but you can see it a bit more in the African-American community. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have to agree with you. You know, I'm not saying like we can't like, for lack of better terms, whitewash them. But like, I, I do think, uh, I do think there is, there is an element to that. And I, I have to agree with you. I just think our, our hurdles, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I think that, that the hurdles that we have to overcome as, as ethnic, ethnic, as a religious minority is figuring out ourselves in this country. Sure. Um, who we already are, what we already are, before we can tackle things like, uh, like, like that. That's just well, my thoughts. And no, we, that's, I, that's, that's an interesting question. I would actually flip it and say yeah. that I actually think that it's, it would be in the moment that we open ourselves up to that, that we will actually discover Maybe. our true identity Maybe. as Orthodox Christians. Not, May not because yeah. they're, be, be, because I think, and this, this, and I, I'm a total uh, beginner as far as learning about this, but I, have, I read a book uh, a few years back called The Hidden Wound uh, by yeah. Wendell Berry. He's a pretty well-known um, writer, poet, um, actually farmer. And his, one of his big things is kind of bringing us back to sort of rural America um, yeah. in kind of understanding how, how uh, agrarian community yeah. life really kind of constitutes the, the, the heart of culture. Um, and, 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 be, and, and the way he connects it with, with cult culture is because there is a rhythm and there is a there is an awareness that we have as humans when we are plugged into the rhythm of the earth, you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and you know, knowing the seasons, knowing how, sure. and that's why I mean, like when Jesus was preaching, right? He who was he preaching to? He was preaching to fishermen, farmers, yeah, Americans. You know, like, yeah. Well, that yeah, that's a whole other well, uh, aspect of it. But but that he, I mean, how many of his his um, images were about you know sowing seeds and right, faith right, is right. a grain of mustard seed and it was also it was also the audience too because like that meant a lot to them well yeah but and, uh, and, uh, but it's interesting yeah. to note the audience that he chose to speak to right i mean that he he wasn't necessarily directing his 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 message to the religious elite he right, was directing absolutely. it to the simple farmers and fishermen and yeah. you know because of this sense that they had that that earthy wisdom you know about yeah. about the world, and that that sure. would be the most fertile ground to use a nice agrarian uh, right. metaphor, right? right. Um, so, so Wendell Berry, uh, in this uh, uh, lesser known book of his called *The Hidden Wound*, uh, reflects on his own memoirs, uh, or kind of reflects on his own memories uh, of growing up on his grandfather's farm in Kentucky, rural, rural Kentucky, um, where they had African American um, uh, workers working. This was after slavery, but they were, you know, they were uh, working sure. for, for pay for very menial um, pay on his farm. Sure. And he's sort of reflecting on his own um, family's um, relationship with the black community. And, um, and one of the interesting connections that he makes, and I think he's in a very good position to make this because he is so conscious of the whole agrarian mindset is that when um, when the slave trade came to America and when slave owners and, and plantation owners um, bought slaves 
uh, and put them to work on the farms, what happened is they, they abstracted themselves, meaning the plantation owners, they abstracted themselves from that direct relationship with the earth. And they mm. subjugated the African-Americans to work the ground so that they could be the managers. And they did that for economic reasons because it would be obviously cheap to free labor. Um, but, but he said what they, what they did unbeknownst to themselves is they actually ended up um, disconnecting themselves from that very important, um, that very yeah. important contact with the earth. And, yeah. and so they lost an element of culture and of, and of civilization sure. that um, they perhaps had prior to that. And, and conversely, the, the um, slaves, um, in spite of their subjugation, their, which was egregious and, and completely wrong, were developing a culture based on their connection to that agrarian lifestyle that was much more cultured than right, what the sure. whites would have as they were abstracted from it. Yeah. And I think that fundamental kind of um, connection in, in addition to their development of, you know, uh, you know, a very rich faith, which was connected with that, I think, um, yeah. sort of plant, yeah, planted the seeds for, um, for, uh, you know, a wisdom, a depth, a richness. Yeah, yeah. And but, I agree with you. Oh, sorry. Hi. Hi, we're back. You didn't know that we left, but we did. We did. And, and here we are. And here we are. And this is the kind of thing we have to tell you now because you're watching it. Right. Because Other obviously the background, at least on my end, is a little... Well, bit... yeah. And I mean, it's shifted a little bit with mine. Right. My hair's different, maybe. Um, I think yeah. my hair's about It's pretty the much same. about the yeah, same. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, I wouldn't... Okay. Now you just... Ah. Yes, I am. No. Ah. Oh, wow. All right, no, so, not, where, so where were we? <laughs> oh, man, where were we? Um, well, we were, I think I had just laid out the statement that we... It was a little after. Yeah, it was a little after the statement about um, the Black community and the Orthodox Church. And then, yeah. and then basically kind of running down this interesting connection that Wendell Berry makes in his book, The, the Hidden Wound, about yeah. an agrarian lifestyle and how in um, yeah. subjugating the black slaves to uh, the quote-unquote menial uh, task of working the land, the white right. um, plantation owners and slave owners uh, abstracted themselves from the land and inadvertently kind of um, lost their connection to the land, which as a byproduct meant that they lost their connection to the sense of culture um, oh. that came as a result of a connection to the land. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my, my thought, my thought is like, like also, it was also like you said, um, you know, about like orthodoxy needs to reach out to the African-American community. And I mean, like from a, I mean, from a broad perspective, I think orthodoxy needs to reach out in general mm -hmm. to the all of America, like, like the the, the yeah, not native, right? But like, I get, I get, like, not original natives, but like, mm -hmm. um, but but like to the to the to the Americans that have been here for generations upon generations, right? And I think that's where we are definitely failing in this country. Mm -hmm. 
And obviously this failing began long before we were born. Pro- well, yeah. yeah. De- de- decades before we were born, probably. Right. Um, and, and also just, just to, just to yeah. uh, add something, you know, you, you mentioned the word reach out. And I think, I think we do need to reach out. That said, I think um, a, perhaps a different way of putting it is sure. not that the Orthodox Church needs to reach out, but simply put, um, as, as I mentioned before, we won't feel fully at home in America yeah. until we have um, until we have fully um, identified the uh, unique charisms, I guess you could say, of the Black community in particular, and and certainly we could talk about other communities as well, other other ethnic, racial, uh, well, yeah. or, or just communities in general. Uh, but I think in particular, especially given that history of suffering um, that I, I think is, is sort of, you could say, analogous to um, the history of suffering within the Orthodox Church as far as uh, the Turkish occupation, communist regime, um, you know, right, right. That kind of, and, and, and the early martyric witness of the church um, that kind of led to Tertullian in the first centuries of the church saying that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a powerful statement to say that, you know, of course, all the other aspects of the church are wonderful. Um, all of the, you know, creative and architectural endeavors and things like that, all the theological endeavors, but at the heart of it all is this martyric, um, this martyric witness. I mean, this, 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 uh, the, the persecuted church is the essence of the church. Uh, and that doesn't mean that we have to seek out persecution. It doesn't mean we have to um, sort of uh, not appreciate times and places where we're not being persecuted or people that are not being persecuted. Yeah. But it, it does, I think, draw a very important correlation between that martyric witness and uh, the essence of the church. And I think, and I think our church is also incarnational, which means that um, it started in Palestine, right? And it, um, you know, started very quickly to move and to branch out throughout the Greco-Roman world. Um, and in each of its places, it would take the, um, take the beautiful, the good, and the true of each culture, of each place, and it would either wholesale accept it, if it was wholesale worthy of acceptance, or it would um, take it and baptize it and sort of transform it. Or if it was like human sacrifice or something like that, it would say, okay, we're putting that to the side, right? So it's like, you know, that's, that's the nature of the incarnation is that God right. ad- adapts without adapts. changing, God, God adapts to our, yeah. our context. And so we too, when we go to a different uh, nation, a different country, there's this process of adaptation without losing right. the essence. Um, and so that's why I, feel, I really feel like, you know, what are we like? What are we identifying in the uh, yeah. in in the already existing no, culture that can be? I agree. I agree. When I uh, you know exactly that's pretty much what I mean by reach out. Like more, yeah. I guess reach out is such a common like overly used. Sure. But like, but like, yeah. And I think that's where that's where it's tricky, isn't it? Because I think that those things happened intentionally over long periods of time, and they happened with uh, like uh, I'm thinking of the Slavs. Or, or, or the, I don't know, various sure. different cultures that, that took what they had around them, even the, even the Greco-Roman culture sure. that, that took what it had and it, 
formed it around, you know, it didn't throw out everything, but it did it threw out some things. Sure. Um, and that's that's where where we're struggling though, isn't it? Because because we're so I think the Orthodox world is so already developed in its cultures. Yes. I say cultures with you know multiple ones. And so I think we have a hard time when we go to another country. Let's say we go to a country on missionary work, not just like immigration but like on like we go to africa and right and i don't want anybody to like but like um they go to africa and um you know the greeks do and they go there and they put uh greek traditional outfits on the africans and 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 they wave around greek flags and it's bizarre it's bizarre it's strange (laughs) and i'm it it feels i mean yeah but they like it apparently <laughs> uh, I mean, who knows? And, and I mean, th- right. perhaps, th- perhaps they do, and I don't want to project my own. I've heard them. Of... I've heard them say they love it. So, well, I mean, did you hear them say that on video? Fair enough. Okay, and I'm just, and I'm saying because, fair and, enough, and again, enough. I don't want to project it, but there is, there is the possibility that you know, with oh, any yeah. kind of endeavor like that, there's, you know, I mean, in a, in a, it's not normal developing. Well, yeah, I was just going to say in a developing country, oh. right? There's there's the possibility that if somebody's going to come in, anybody who is who needs bread, right, is going to say, "Well, what's the exchange yeah. here?" You know, and and yeah, and, and, and traditionally, well, what I'm saying, yeah, yes, I, I think I I know the video you're talking about. Yeah, traditionally, yeah. Um, traditionally, you know, I think Orthodoxy in general has has done a much better job of other than you know compared to other Christian traditions yeah. as far as not imposing that um you know, like that, like language or something like right you know the slavs uh, exactly developed an alphabet for them right yeah you know um yeah so i mean it's it's uh you know it's a very sensitive i was actually just recently watching a presentation by this wonderful uh priest who's african-american father turbo qualls and turbo. um i know it's who's an early christian martyr believe it or not Turbo? Um, yes. Yeah, that's a, a little known fact that he he enlightened me uh, on. That you would never, you would never, uh, no. you never think. But uh, anyway, awesome. he, it, it is it is actually awesome. Um, he's a, he's also an iconographer. This uh, our contemporary yeah, yeah, Father yeah. Turbo, um, and a wonderful man. He's in Kansas City, and um, and in his uh, description of um, you know of of, of reaching out. Uh, or of kind of like welcoming people in, um, he actually likens it to icon restoration, and he talks about how um, he he himself has has been involved a little bit in icon re- restoration, and he says that if you have an icon that's kind of blackened by soot and you know whatever blackens an icon and kind of makes it look you know kind of uh, clouded and dirty, if you have that and you just start like scrubbing at it you know and just kind of like really kind of quick quickly trying to get all the dirt off, you're going to destroy the icon, right? But he said, if you kind of gently start to rub it gently, prayerfully, you know, patiently, um, then he said, glory to God, you know, you're going to see the saints yeah. underneath, right. you know, and I, I think, I think, you know, what you're saying is, is true in the sense that it, it does, it takes time, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of yeah. discernment, it takes a lot of prayer. And um, yeah, yeah. I, and I think, I think that's something that uh america for more than one reason it's not like it's america's fault or it's not necessarily that it's anyone in particular's fault i just think that um it's it's um it's not 
it's also the numbers. I mean, if we look at the Rus, I mean, they baptized, baptized in the thousands. And so obviously some sort of culture was going to be developed around that, right? Because mm-hmm. that was thousands and thousands of people. And then, you know, generations start go by and they, you know, they, they start to adapt just a different flavor of how they do things. Mm-hmm. Whereas here it's, it's, it's beyond the, conver- beyond the, what do you call it? Beyond the uh, ethnic minorities, it's, uh, it's pretty new to go mm-hmm. beyond ethnic minorities. What, like 30 years, maybe more, sure. yep. you know, of, of like stretching beyond the ethnic minorities. Yep. And so it, it's, it, it, it's tough because like, yeah. if, if we look at the Rus as an example, right, they, they, they cop, they didn't copy exactly. Right. But they, they did, they took iconography, but if you look at old Russian iconography, it is distinct. <laughs> right. Like, and uh, oddly dark faces, <laughs> uh, which I thought was really interesting. Cause they're, you know, they're white, they're mm-hmm. pale. Sure. And so, so they really dark. I don't know if that's what they thought a Palestinian looked like, <laughs> you know, I don't, um, I don't either, but, yeah. Yeah, but and then beyond that, then you hear Znamini, which is their own take on monophonic, you know, chant, you know, and and then later, of course, they develop uh, polyphonic, which develop is a stretch. It's more like a, well, I don't anyway, know. yeah. Anyway, but I don't Znamini, know. Znamini is 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 closer to the closer to to the original, original than, uh, yeah, than the, the Correct, kind yeah. of current polyphonic, yeah. Right. Which yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And so, um, yeah, so, so, but, but like within their culture too, I mean, and our culture, right? Like the, the Greek culture, the Greco-Roman culture, you know, you see this, like, you know, we had, you know, we had um, temples to various gods and now right. we have, uh, of course, every temple, every temple is dedicated to one God, but right. it also gets the name of a saint, sure. just like that was Apollo, that's St. Anthony's, right? So like, you see these parallels, you these yep. parallels in, in how, culture evolved from one thing into another and true. that's the true essence of of uh of like christianity it doesn't yeah. destroy it no. takes what's there and it it creates you said yep. no no yeah uh, yeah the, the hurdle that we have here um first of all we're very foreign not just like like for actual foreigners but, but like the belief system is foreign right it's completely different than, than anything here, maybe Catholic is the closest. Um, and, and I think for the African-American community, while I think that, you know, I think you're right and, and, and there is this, um, as I pointed out earlier, like there is this like old, old school piety as I keep calling it. Um, they, it's very different from whatever they have, uh, Baptists and stuff like that. So I think they would have a hard time Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then how they, w- they would want to incorporate what they already have. So then what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And what do they, you know, I don't know. It, it sort of happened naturally in the past. It almost feels like now it'd be forced. I don't know, because nobody seems to know what we're doing. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You know, and I, I just wonder sometimes. I'm like, they want to add Appalachian, like Appalachian folk tune as a cherubic hymn. And we're already, and, as, a, as an Orthodox American Orthodox witness, we're already so kind of siloed, you know, we're in our, our respective silos and kind of, uh, you know, not, not uh, a unified voice per se, you know, right. as far as the no. ethnic, uh, and yeah. so how, you know, how could we, how could we be thinking about um, that on a, yeah, and, and, and again, I think it's a good know, conversation, that, though. No, it's a good conversation. There's, there's, there are a That's lot of guy. factors, there's a, there are, there's a, a lot of, there are a lot of complexities, 
yeah. I think, you know, I think before we jump to the practicality of it, right, right, sure. I think it's to, in my mind, or, or even just like the, chrono the chronology, like the timeline of it, um, in my mind, it's, it's just a matter of clarifying our vision, right? And as far as, as far as what, what, what is the church, what's the church about? Right. Um, and this right. kind of loops us back to our original right. conversation about the Catholic, the Catholicity of the church, yeah. um, you know, that, and, and do we, do we fully, do we fully comprehend um, not only the in, intellectual kind of understanding of what it means for the church to be universal, but also right. just the beauty of that? Yeah. Right. And yeah. I, uh, you know, as I, as I talk about that, I'm, I'm looking at my own image and at the icon uh, above me, which is, you know, the, the Rublev um, icon of the Trinity taken from the image of the three angels visiting uh, right. Abraham in the Old Testament, what the fathers um, of our church um, understand to be sort of a, uh, a visitation of the, the Trinity before the incarnation right, right. Um, in, a, in a, a subtle way. And, um, you know, in thinking about, you know, the church as an extension of the, the Trinity um, yeah. and as kind of the, you know, as a Trinitarian reality, you know, we have the, we have the, um, we have the eternal distinctiveness of the yeah. persons of the Trinity, right? Yeah. In other words, um, you know, the father is always going to be different than the son. The son's right. always going to be different than the father. The Holy Spirit is always going to be Isn't different. Isn't that interesting? Always. There was, I mean, there was never a time when they were one and then, then they morphed into three right. or they morphed back into one. They're right. always completely different. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if we really fully feel that because I think sometimes, sometimes we confuse uh, unity with uniformity. Right. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we confuse we difference with we like division, you know? We definitely don't have, uh, like, we, we definitely don't have uniformity. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, oh, but, no, we, but I wonder, like, in reality, we don't. But I think oftentimes in our minds, sometimes we think we, we should. Yeah, we think we should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things they, they, they are, uh, our, our, our friends, the, our friends, the Roman Catholics often think of us as totally in chaos because of that right. lack of uniformity of leadership anyway. Sure. Uh, and, and uh, anyway, that's a whole thing unto it's well it, it's relevant because the church functions it, it, i think i i don't know and you can correct me if this is a good explanation it's kind of like there's like this for, for I'm, gonna, I'm not going to correct you if it is a good explanation i'm going to correct you if it's not a good explanation yeah that's what i well yeah i, I thought you said um, you can correct me if it is a good explanation oh uh, if, anyway, if i said that it, that's that was okay no, no, I, I was just i'm just ragging on you. no uh, that's all good no uh um it's like we have like we have a pact right and everybody has, has, everybody's an autonomous person in this group, and we've all made a pact together in, the, in Christ, essentially, and mm -hmm. the councils and all that. But everybody is their own person. It's mm -hmm. kind of like what the great the patriarchates are and, and whatever in the various mm -hmm. churches. They're all like, they're all separate in a sense, but we mm -hmm. come together in unison through this like pact, if you may. Um, good, I passed the test. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm listening. I'm uh, yeah. You're, you're keep keep. Going. No, no, I know, I know you are. I'm saying like so far he's not shaking shaking his head. It's all not. I I will only shake my head at the end, so you won't know until. <laughs> so you're really no, there's there's. Know. It's not about head shaking. It's about it's about hearing your hearing your point. It's good. Well, well, yeah, like you know, and and, and, and yeah. So I mean, it's it's so so 
the uniformity there's no uniformity but there is this um unity we're, we're all di- yeah there's a unity and we're all different right and we remain different but we're united and mm-hmm. i think that that's that parallel that all parallels the holy trinity like you just said well yeah i mean and there's there's that level of it and i think even before that there is just we are created in the image sure. of a trinitarian god yeah right so what does that mean that means that in the in, in in not exactly the same way but in in a sort of analogous way as in insofar as we as a humanity are one right human nature all of humanity is is united by by virtue of the fact that we're all human human right so we're inherently united already um and 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 yet and we're also inherently each and every one of us as an expression of that united humanity I am completely different than you are. Yeah. We're, we're completely united in our humanity and we're completely different than each other. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And um, we're not machines or. No. Yeah. We're, and, and I think that's one of the major issues, um, you know, is, 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 the, you know, living in a me- mechanistic right. sort of industrialized age is that we try to turn ourselves into machines oh, yeah. and that kind of seeps into our understanding, even in the church perhaps. But anyway, um, but all that to say that, yeah, we are, we are part of this human race. We're part of human nature. Yeah. Um, every, every, and, and each of us is a, is a, is a completely unique instance, a completely unique, um, yeah. occurrence of that human nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then in, in a similar way that the Trinity is one essence, three persons, so united in essence, three persons, but also united in love and in, in, in a, a unity of relationship between the three persons. So too are we um, called to unite in, in that love. And that's what the church is. The church is a unity of love in, right. in, as imaging the Holy Trinity, both right. on an individual scale, one person to one person, but also, you know, as far as how we think about uh, synodality right and yeah. kind of like having have you know the, the notion of synod is that everybody's very different and it's through the holy spirit it's in the right. holy spirit that we achieve this unity uh in spite of and through our complete uniqueness our uniqueness yeah. is never is never sacrificed in the right. name of unity no. because then that would be uniformity and that's what all the yeah all the all the be. yeah all the systems of the world all the um you know all the regimes, you know, sought yeah. to, in the name of some ideal, ideal, or some ideology, they sought to make, you know, uh, human utopia. beings, yeah, and make human beings conform uh, to this one sort of cookie cutter um, right. image of what it meant to be a good citizen. Um, and yeah. they sacrificed the personhood for the sort mm-hmm. of the, the whole. And so, right. you know, so it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it you yeah. know. And and I I think that uh, you know I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around because you know it's something I've been thinking about for many years by virtue of or you know by living here um, how and uh, and how like how the Orthodox Church should you know function here I mean first of all you know it needs to function mm-hmm. um, and 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 it needs to find its footing and it can't you know, it can't do what we just said. It can't conform. I don't know if we said this. It can't conform to the world. Right. 
and yet at the same time it has to transform the world mm -hmm. which it has done before we've seen it well we weren't alive necessarily <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen the the evidence yeah. right we've seen the evidence of that and um and yeah and so um and that's really where this comes with this whole like and i know we don't want to talk about like necessarily talk about like specific details and how that could happen sure no we can um, though i mean yeah sure yeah um but but uh you know b back to the the black the african-american community yeah um I think I think that you know there's a lot of good people, good honest people out there in this country and in every nation and land. But um, I do think that you know to some extent the African American community that there is like this, there is a warm side to them that that I, I mean you know I that I've experienced by by hearing them talk or 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 you know whatnot, um, and and a very and a strong religiosity um you know a strong you know f fervor you know in some of them um it just i think i'm going go i'm going back to what i was saying before of how different orthodoxy is to them mm -hmm. and in, in 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 trying to figure out what you know you know you said that we're it's we're not going to feel comfortable here i think that makes complete sense what what group feels comfortable in a place where they are like the odd man Mm -hmm. right and we're not the only odd man here obviously there's many religions here so we're competing <laughs> you know com competing in quotations with a lot of people mm -hmm. and then and then the overall art over looming like uh, nothingness mm -hmm. right which which is also uh, very attractive for some reason <laughs> um sure and a plur 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 pluralism and um and all this stuff but yeah but i think that there and it's you know not just the african-american community but the but the religious the traditional religious community perhaps it would be the best community mm -hmm. that we could i don't know how yeah but but that should that should be the people who are looking for you know true spirituality and worship because mm -hmm. i from everybody that i've met so far and recently you know because i'm essentially an outsider you mm -hmm. know i'm not i'm not gonna lie i mean i even i mean i was born here but then i moved here mm -hmm. you know as a, as a you know and so for me, it's sort of, I'm definitely coming from outside mm -hmm. in a sense. Um, and, and the people that become Orthodox, a lot of them are like, okay, that's too secular. That's too modernistic. Mm -hmm. That's too this, you know, it's too, it's losing its flavor. It's mm -hmm. losing its um, depth, mm -hmm. you know? And they find orthodox in the midst of all that. Right. So we definitely appeal to people sure. searching for true mysticism, true spirituality, true logical sort of understanding, logical without becoming scholastic, right? Without right. becoming like overly, right. you know, yeah. explaining Reasonable, everything. reasonable. Reasonable, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, I, I see that a lot lately, more than I maybe noticed before that the people who are becoming orthodox were already leaning in this like like we we want something more grounded mm -hmm. where it becomes difficult is the ethnic and the and the local mm -hmm. and then the combining the two mm -hmm. to make something new come out of it 
and and it and it needs something new needs to come out of it. And I'm actually a big proponent of like of like taking like the monophonic mo, mo, model. Yeah. And I'm okay with a new American musical tradition, but based on sure the musical tradition of the ancient church. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So not like four part harmonies, but right. monophonic as the great fathers like Chrysostom mm-hmm. uh, spoke about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that. You'd think somebody might think, well, he's only Byzantine music, only Byzantine music. Yeah. Okay. For me, <laughs> but not in a greater sense. I, I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point of being in this country if it's just going to be an ethnic club for Greek people yeah. or Russians or whatever? You know? Sure. Um, but every attempt has been rushed. Right. Half, half baked. <laughs> and not quite thought out <laughs> right yeah not saying any, you know who who or anything like that. sure 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 no it's it's uh yeah i mean it's uh i think i found a point to everything i was saying <laughs> no it was it was good it was all good I I, I, I I did like a thing and i came out okay but yeah like, like, you know, like, I think one interesting conversation, and I'm not sure this is the time, is like depicting an African-American Christ or an, Afri- right. or, or, or an Asian Jesus or, <laughs> you know, and I don't know if we want to have that right now, but because I don't, you know, I don't know. But um, I mean, there's something to be said, like, is there not really supposed, icons are not really supposed to be like ethnic, right? I mean, okay, mm-hmm. the first ones look more, a little closer to what a European or Middle Eastern looks like because that's what they knew right but they're not really supposed to be like overly eth i mean not christ not i don't know like if they were chinese Mm -hmm. or or japanese or from thailand then yeah i don't know you know what i'm saying yeah no it's i think and the the question of the particularity right and uh versus universality right right so we have the jesus christ who was a historical right person right who walked on this yeah. earth in Palestine uh, at a certain time in history, who, who certainly looked a certain way, could have been photographed if there were cameras back then, sure. right? Some say um, he was in the tower, uh, on the, the Shroud of Turin, they say. Right, that. yes, right. That's exactly. actually the first sure. icon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, whether that's, that's sure, true or sure. not, it, no, it, yeah, it could have know. been, right? Because he, he, you know, he was a historical figure, um, right. you know, and then he, you know, as, as the Christian understanding goes, he, he died, he right. rose from the dead. Um, and through his death and subsequent resurrection, there was a transformation that occurred in who he was and even in his body, because right. we know that he was, was able perfected. to, yeah, it was perfected and spiritualized. And we know that he was able to, uh, though he, right. Though he was physical, his body didn't, he, he didn't disincarnate. Right. right. Um, he, he wasn't pulled away from his body, but his body was able to do things that it wouldn't have been able to do perhaps uh, before. And then ultimately it ascended to the right hand of God. Um, and then the Holy spirit was sent, uh, which is what we're celebrating uh, tomorrow, according to when this is recorded, uh, not necessarily according to when uh, it comes out. I'll, I'll try to get it out as soon as possible. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so this, this whole idea of particularity and, and, and the historical Jesus and then how the historical Jesus is universalized through his death and resurrection and right. through ascension and the, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, I think is a very interesting question. Yeah. And to me, that's at the, the heart of, of, at the whole episode and at the heart of what you're talking about also with 
icon, the iconography. Can you depict a Jesus from another ethnic, who's, who's another ethnic background? Yeah. Can you? You know, I think, mm. I mean, it's, it sounds, it sounds, on one, it, on one hand, no. it's, there's, there's, a scan, there's a scandal there. No, no. I, yeah, because it came up recently. It sure. came up recently. Oh, yeah, come, yeah, That's I, why it's on my mind. Yes. I, 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 there was a, there's an article that just came out. Oh, really? Um, yeah, about, about, a bla about the black Jesus. And, um, yeah. But, you know, regardless of whether you can depict Jesus like that or not, I don't even want to get into that. It's, right, it, right, right. It, it's really a question of what does blackness mean? And according to this particular... Yeah, um, what was the point of it? Author, like they, were, they were quoting a, a black um, theologian, um, uh, James Cone. Um, and he essentially argues that Jesus was black, um, not because he's trying to alter the historicity of the, the scripture, but because of what blackness has historically meant, especially in, under periods of oppression, oh. um, as far as, as far as, uh, yeah, being the, the outside, the so outside not, and oppressed group, right? Not, not and, ethnically black, but, or but, but racially but, black, but rather but black in, in this insofar as as he was part of the the oppressed Jewish nation. Yeah, they right? were. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, no, they were Egyptians, yeah. Assyrians. No, no, yeah, yeah. Or oh, right? if you're going Romans. that far, I, I was just thinking Romans, of the Romans. Romans. Yeah. yeah. Romans, yeah. Um, you know, they were a persecuted uh, minority. Christianity, as I mean, the the Christianized version of it was right. That know, was really persecuted, severely persecuted. While the Romans tolerated them. Right, they tolerated as Jew, them. As, Jew, as Jews, they sure. tolerated them, like, fine, do yeah. your thing, right. stop rebelling. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so, so in that respect, he, he draws the connection between the, um, the yeah, blackness sure. of Jesus um, uh, in that respect, and I think that's interesting. So, I mean, certainly there's a point to be made in depicting Jesus. Yeah, because he, because he's came, he came for all people. Came for all people. Came for all people, and and so that's one um, sort of perspective that you know why not right you know depict him as Asian or this or that. Anyway, that's we're not going. Well, that's a good that. question. Why not? But anyway, yeah, we let's. That's let's, for, our, 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 we're getting tempted into. <laughs> that's a, it's a, it's and it's an interesting sort of s symbolic kind of question as yeah. far as uh, as far as that particularity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, you know that whole notion of universality of, of that christ is is uh, right. is the ultimate sort of universal um person is is like i say paul says right it uh there's neither um slave nor free neither jew nor gentile and, neither but you uh, see that's where male nor that's, female all are one in christ right sorry that's okay you need should have you needed to finish that that's okay i i, I, I uh, <laughs> appreciate that uh no yeah so but that's the thing about icons right they're not really meant to be a thing that depicts an any particular ethnic group right they have small mouths big eyes mm -hmm. large foreheads large ears like they're, they're supposed to be a little bit more than just like a um what i'm just i'm i'm, I'm listening and i'm thinking oh boy i'm getting in deep water here because i know nothing about this but anyway but yes go ahead go ahead <laughs> Well, they they are they are they they yeah. generally the eyes well, are wider because they've seen more. They've sure. seen, but there yeah. is don't wouldn't, wouldn't you agree that like Coptic icons do kind of take on a little bit more of the not really and, they they really? kind of look yeah they're a little more cartoony aren't they? Well, I I mean they have big eyes. They have like yeah, they, but I, I I think some people make the case that they look more like Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I mean I've seen hot, Egyptians. Hot water. I, I never nice. thought. 
No, I mean, it's a nice I, I, I never thought that I saw a Coptic icon and said that looks like an Egyptian. Having been to Egypt too, sure. uh, yeah. I mean, maybe the skin tones, maybe. But I right. think that's. But I think that's where my my case would be for like different colored Jesus, right? Skin tones, right? You know, more than like ethnic features. Like, let's accentuate this because this ethnic group has this. Right. Or like that. That's where I would like. I don't know. So, so could we could we make the case that insofar as Jesus was a real historical human being, right, who who lived in time and space and came from a particular sort of uh, yeah, yeah group. historical group, yeah. um, that he he there's there is a case to be made for him being depicted uh, in a particular way. Conversely iconography is not is, has never has was never meant to be uh yeah. you know a photographic depiction right. and and as you as you yourself mentioned we have the big eyes the small mouth right but they all, all those things convey something they convey right. something right yeah. so insofar as there is a message being conveyed could there be room for uh a, a different you know a a a, a different uh kind of jesus to be conveyed in order to emphasize right. the universality of, of right and it's, it's a question not, it's a question i i don't know the answer to yeah, that it's tough to, it's tough to do in one image too right how do you we, depict universality in a in an image it's right. kind of tough right because yeah it obviously depends on what that particular group wants to see and what they're looking at right, right. And, they, and they say how do i feel most comfortable looking at this thing well someone may not want to see a blue-eyed blonde hair jesus right? well here's here's an interesting thought pentecost right, right. pentecost great... so as as far as a ver as far as verbal iconography okay when the holy spirit came down hmm. as you know as tongues of fire on the heads over the heads of each of the apostles when they spoke the na the nations the gentiles who were gathered yeah, there as the king heard them as well yeah yeah that's a whole other question but i'm not talking about the icon of the yeah but 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 at the in the actual event right when when the people who were gathered from various parts of the world hear the apostles they hear them in their own tongue right 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 it's almost as if to say you know if they if they were to see jesus they would see him as their own from their coming from their own background yeah you know, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's analogous. It's analogous. Yeah, but not physically different. Perhaps like, not physically, but, but in that lang language, there's, there is a, the language has a substance in the sense that like, you know, you know, uh, Aramaic is distinct from, you know, the, uh, another language or, um, you know, sure. you yeah. know, th there's a distinction and they, yeah. and, and the, and the apostles were speaking. Yeah. Right? right. And then people were hearing it in their own well, we can, we can compare that to what's happening, what happens like when St. Paisios or Father Porfirios sure. spoke to somebody and they heard it in sure. their own language. Absolutely. Um, I know somebody who, when they met him, um, she said that it sounded like I, I, I could he actually hear yeah, him sure. and sure. understand him. Yeah. I don't think she said that it sounded like he was speaking English. I don't remember. Yeah but she definitely understood him. And I think feel like that's pretty much what was happening on Pentecost. Isn't yeah. it? It's just like, they just understood him. Well, it's, it's that the Holy, yeah, the, the Holy spirit comes down yeah. and, and the Holy spirit is what makes the church Catholic. Right. Absolutely. Right? So, yeah. so whether, whether it's language or iconography or music or whatever the case may be, 
those are all the symptoms. Yeah. The the oh, yeah. Es- the essence of it is that the Holy Spirit is the is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit yeah. in each individual person and in the church as a whole. And when the Holy Spirit's there, right? When the Holy Spirit's fully present, then then there's no question that the church is universal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's no question. No. And you don't need any of those things. I mean, at the core, I mean, you know, if you want to need all of them, I don't know. I mean, in, in well, words, I think, I think that they, they're, like you said, they're symptoms of it. Right. They come, it's, those, we, they're, they're the vessels. They're the, yeah. The Holy Spirit is the, is the wine, right? Right. Use I, I, I'm just, I'm just thinking like how, how, you know, like I, I assume different groups have a different thing that attracts them or repels them. Mm-hmm. Just and, like, a different, like a person. Sure. Has, you know, personality sure. wise. Right. I'm right. attracted I, by. I like you know, this food. Right. I don't yeah. like that food. Yeah. Yep. Why? Sure. No good reason. I just my sure. mouth doesn't like it. Sure. Um. And and like and I guess in a in a attracting, that's where the trick is, attracting without pouring water in your wine. Mm-hmm. Of course. Exactly. Of course, I like what Father Athanasius said to my dad one time when they met, and 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 my dad was like, "This was years and years ago." He's like, I feel like I'm pouring water in my wine. And Father Athanasius goes, yes, but Christ can turn wine or water well, into wine. That's awesome. <laughs> isn't that, isn't yeah. that a great? That'd be, it's beautiful, yeah. It's that's beautiful. beautiful. So, like, that's, that's the kind of thing that would have to happen. Um, it's it's, it's not us, and it's not us. It's not necessarily us. No, it's not no, going to be us right here now. That's well, no, no, sure. it's not us as humans is what I'm saying. We hum, Humans can't. Oh, aren't going to do it. Yeah, sure. Can't do it. We, we. Yeah. Uh, we we can't yeah. do it. That's that's it. I mean, it's, well, it's, we'll it's, do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. No, the Holy Spirit does it. Well, yeah, I know, but but like it does it through us. Does it not do it? Through right, us? it does it through it us. But we, it but doesn't we, do it some some barren planet and you know right. Uh, like it needs people. <laughs> it's what it, I'm saying. It needs people who know that they need the Holy Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and who and who don't think that they can do it on their own. Right, precisely. Right. <laughs> and and I think we're very much like trying to figure our own selves out in this country. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. Like, I think ideally it's, you're right. Like we need, we need the, the locals. We need the, we are locals, right? We live here, but like, you know, who's, not, actually, who's actually local Native Americans. Really the Native mean, Americans, you know, maybe that's for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Americans. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic. It can't be covered in one episode. Can't be covered in one episode. Um, yeah. yeah it's interesting it really is though and it's the kind of topic that i really enjoy because you know as somebody who base you know has grown up here you know through my teens and to this day you know it's like i've seen it in general and i'm just thinking to myself what what does it need in order for what do what how can you know i'm always looking at like what we're doing wrong mm-hmm what we should do right what we are doing right mm-hmm. but what we're doing wrong <laughs> and i see that what we're doing wrong whatever those things are and i'm going it's just not we're just not there yet unfortunately well and and it, are those things that we're doing wrong the problem or are they symptoms of the problem well both i mean they're symptoms of the problem i think there's a lack of vision 
you know like like there's a lot i mean maybe it's the lack of uh, um vision but like of the holy like help with help of help of the holy spirit by individuals i'm not saying sure. anybody you know anybody sure. particular but there's, but there's that one guy but otherwise yeah that one guy we don't like no um but like you know like i hear like a hierarchy speaking and but but like you get the sense that he's speaking to greeks <laughs> and you're like look 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 man like i live down south like nobody's greek what <laughs> i mean that's not that's an exaggeration obviously but like you know it 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 it's not the same as like in new york or or chicago or something where there's a, lo- a large concentration of hom- homogenous uh, greeks from greece right or second generation or whatever like it's like there's this inability to realize that we're here on a mission in the United States and not just here as an extension of Greece, mm-hmm. the nation of Greece. Mm-hmm. And, and it's still happening. Uh, let, me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. At what point on an individual level, at you as Strati, right? Yeah. When you move to a new place, okay? Here. Yeah. Or wherever, yeah, wherever you've moved. When, sure. Whenever you move to a new place, at what point... What what are the key factors that allow you to feel like okay this is home? Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's With, and without just just naturally without thinking about the broader question, just like what yeah, just uh, off the cuff, what's where I'm gonna eat or not eat, but like where do I get my food? Where do mm-hmm. I, you know, where do I? Uh, I don't know, just the regular basic necessities, I guess. Yeah, to feel yeah. like to feel like you 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 know you kind of belong sense of belonging sense of belonging in the on the most primal level right mm-hmm. like where do i sleep where do i eat where do i buy the food to eat um yeah me personally i mean that's a lot more complicated but what about what about you it's a good question thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i guess honestly i think i mean yeah there's all the the different kind of logistical things but i think like feeling I think you hit it on the head as far as like feeling like you belong you know in the sense that yeah you know comfortable to it yeah well yeah when you move to a new place you you're looking to see if you're going to be sort of received or accepted right sure I think there's there's that natural human longing for acceptance for belonging into a particular community um, and so there's always, you know, at least when, when I moved to Greece for just three years to do my master's, um, you know, what stood out to me as being the, the outsider uh, was in the mass of people, especially in Thessaloniki, it's a city, right? So it's just a mass yeah. of anonymous people. Yeah. Who were the people that came out of that mass to meet me in my exile? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there yeah. were people, there were individuals who I can identify right off the top of my head. There was Nico at, at the church that right down, um, you know, down uh, in, in front of my apartment when I would go yeah. to Orthros who kind of reached out to me. There was Yanni who was uh, part of the, uh, like the Bible study, the kind of like youth group Bible study that I was a part of who just like anytime we were like breaking at the, either before or after the, the Bible study was over and all the the Greek guys, you know, were just talking on their own and I would just be kind of standing there, especially because I didn't know the language at first. Right. Yeah, he would that's... always, always, always just come right next to me and he wouldn't even always talk. He would just kind of stand there and just kind of like, you know, just kind of hang out with me. And just that feeling of no. being like seen 
and then and then having somebody care enough to say like i'm i'm i i exist you know yeah. i exist um i think is uh is a is a powerful thing so i mean it's like if i move in so so but but here let's flip that on its head now okay now let's say all right say i say i go into a a, a foreign place and um and i'm a christian okay and i'm a christian and I know that Christ said, I came not to be served, but to serve. Okay. So what does that tell me to do if I am in exile? Yeah. Okay. If I'm in exile, what does that tell me that I need to do as a Christian? As a Christian in exile, I'm not, I do not wait to be served. I do not mm -hmm. wait to be reached out to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Even though that's what I long for and that's what I yearn for and that's what you know, any foreigner or exile wants is to know that he or she is, be, is accepted. Yeah. As a Christian, I'm called not to be served, but to serve. And so yeah. even in exile, even in exile, I'm called to have the same ethos of philoxenia, of hospitality, yeah. that I would if I were in my patrida, if I were in my homeland, yeah. and a foreigner came to my doorstep. Yeah. You know, there's, I just want to say a beautiful little image yeah. of, of that. Um, again, when, from when I was in Thessaloniki, um, I was, uh, my, my, some of my family members were visiting and we were walking down the street and it was a Sunday. It was a beautiful, sunny, you know, spring sun, Sunday in Thessaloniki yeah. near the waterfront. And I remember walking by a, uh, a goodies. Are you familiar with yeah. goodies? Yeah, yeah. 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 Sort of like the kind of, uh, equivalent a, of like a McDonald's kind of thing. Yeah. Greek Fast food. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so uh, it was closed on a Sunday, mm -hmm. as a lot of the stores are there. Right. Um, and there was an old gentleman, uh, old Greek man, just sitting outside of the goodies. They had kind of like outdoor seating. Um, and even though it was closed, he had just kind of parked himself in one of the seats outside of the goodies. And we were walking by and, um, and he started just kind of like randomly talking to us. And at that point, my Greek was good enough where I could kind of understand what he was saying. But I just walked up to him. And he just started randomly talking and he was like kind of ranting at first about like, you know, the state of the country and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, how it goes, yeah. Right, yeah. But then as, <laughs> as, time, as time went on and as the conversation developed, he asked, oh, is that your, is that your dad over there? And is this your family? And, Aww, yeah. um, and then there was a, there was, we had some friends who were with us, um, some uh, in mixed company, you know, there was a lady there who could have been my wife or girlfriend. He asked if it was my wife and I said, oh, no, no, we're just friends. Yeah. Yes, this is how it goes. Yeah. yeah. But then he sort of, he sort of reached out his hand and just kind of grabbed my hand and, you know, his kind of gnarly older hands, you know, with yeah. my younger college aged hands. And he just started kind of pouring out this advice to me, Aww. you know, as far as like this kind of like grandfatherly advice. Okay. And then he said, and then he started looking around and he said, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to offer you. It's closed. You know, I wish I could, yeah. you know, and, uh, you know, and he just had this, his heart was filled with hospitality. Yeah. Even though he was, he was a foreigner in, in, in a, in a closed down goodies, you know, like he, it wasn't his home, right? It, right. It wasn't, right. it wasn't his, his home, literally his home. It was a, a closed fast food joint. And yet he was offering me this hospitality. Um, just because that's who he was, you know, yeah. and I think, I think perhaps what I'm saying is as a church, as an immigrant church, we have yeah. to, 
we have to rediscover that heart of hospitality. Yeah. You know, and 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 say like, no, it doesn't matter if we're exiles. It doesn't matter if we're foreigners. It doesn't matter if we're in a strange land. We have to start yeah. opening our hearts and our doors up to the foreigners, and 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 uh, you know, and reaching out and seeing you know who these people are. And I think it's in that meeting point, especially yeah. towards those who have been traditionally exiled in our country. Which yeah. again, I come back to the black community as a result of the hundreds of years of slavery and oppression, mm-hmm. um, you know, they are the ones, they're the, the oppressed Israelites, you know, on a journey to the, the promised land, yeah. you know, um, you know, wandering through the desert and, and, yeah. you know, being beaten up. And, uh, and so, so this connection between the, the ethnic church, the Philoxenia, the ethnic church, the, the exile two two different groups in exile, um, and being able to show mutual hospitality to one another, yeah, um, is I guess kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, I, no, I hear you. Uh, it's all it's all well and good in theory. It, 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 yeah, I don't know because it's such a complicated topic. Uh, I, I I think in in not, maybe maybe it is a practical maybe it is uh, practical as well. I just I guess I just need I don't know. Yeah, some sort of practical yeah. hook practical hook that would allow right like 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 i mean yeah that's a good question maybe that'll be the next episode (laughs) i think that that's like it's like we i think people come to america and then they they become american citizens and suddenly they're america right and they expect america to do stuff for him i don't know i get this i get they and they don't feel like they need to be hospitable like i don't know it, it, and, and not only that, but we're so isolated. Each person in their house. Yep. We don't those get that all, chance. Yeah, those are those are big issues. Just to see that random person walking by and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Like, okay, maybe in a big city, maybe, but even there, like, it's and 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 the complexity of it is that, like, okay, back to the suburbs. Our our churches are closed. Nobody walks exactly. anywhere. You can't walk over to yeah, the church. suburban experience is so weird. It's so right. antithetical. It's, it's so antithetical to our our understanding of the church right. at the center of of the community. And then and then ultimately, I think one thing that deters people is the fact that it says Greek on the outside. Sure. You know, and I mean like this that opens up a whole thing, doesn't it? Yep. Because oh yeah, there's like, all it's sorts like of thing things. We, so the thing you don't want to talk about, right? You can't talk about it, right? Because it's taboo almost. And here right. we are. But um, it's like they drive by, they see that Greek sign, and they just keep driving. I mean, I knew people that ended up becoming Orthodox, despite that. But at first, they were like, oh, that's the Greek Greek uh, place. We, we can keep going. Okay, later, they became Orthodox. But yeah, um, it, it's what if, what if they couldn't avoid the church? in the sense that what if the church was at the heart of the community right right well and they had to walk by it every single day and actually see what was going on inside yeah i mean we i mean location 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 right location 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 really though isn't that it i mean isn't that what it what it all comes down to both both as far as the church is concerned and as far as community is concerned and as far as and like and like giving back to the community in a way that feels like it's a community because i feel like here it's a, sure 
Yeah. Sure, we get, have the philoptochos that gives the community, but what community? I don't know. It's it's, it's so abstracted. It's so exactly. Yeah. There's what what community? What community? What commu- is, is it the kind of community where again, like the church is at the center, and you're walking right. by each other five times a day, and right. you have a shared yeah. life with one another? It's and- complicated. It's very complicated place, and 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 every time before this conversation, like somebody would come to me or not come to me, but like somebody would raise it. And I literally would just, my brain would fry. They'd be like, what can we do in this country? I'm like, <laughs> like my brain would malfunction. <laughs> yep. It's complicated. But it I think that those who are seeking us definitely find us. Well, definitely, hopefully find us. And, and um, I think the black community, they're, the, the, I, I agree with you, like everything you're saying, that we can definitely relate to them as being one of the minority. But the problem is, I think we're so different from them, as a as a from a cultural perspective. No other perspective. Like, well, isn't the father different from the son? Well, yeah. No, I'm not saying it can't work. I'm just saying, like, on a practical human, In other words, human level. Sure, right? I understand. I get it. I get it. But yeah. that's, I think that's where we have to again rediscover. And it's from this their inherent... perspective too. I'm coming from sure, their perspective, sure, sure, not sure. ours to theirs, but theirs. I know, to but ours. I yeah. guess that's that's what I'm saying is that you know yeah. Jesus calls us to love our enemies. Oh, I have. Who could yeah. be more different? No, oh, yeah. From me than my enemy, right? I would I would like to think they're not my enemy, but no, I know I get what you're saying. No, no, I'm not saying that the, the African American <laughs> community is my enemy, right? I'm yeah. saying that that of all of the people groups right, that I could right. possibly the most different pick, one, right? My enemy is the most different. Right, right, yeah, right. Like the it's, Samaritan it's, and the Jew, or, or you know. Yeah, it's bringing together, and and again, that does. I mean, that does take hard work on our parts, but ultimately, it's the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, no, the I only agree. the only way in which difference, and to almost almost like, diametrically opposed yeah. difference can come together, yeah. cannot be through human means. No, absolutely. There's absolutely. no way that a human can. You know, it's like trying to force two. Well, that's how the two re- different poles of a magnet. You know, this. You know. That, that's how the Roman Empire became a Christian empire. I mean, like it just literally the one that was persecuting the Christians yep. harshly from place to place became the, 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 it completely flipped and became the thing that, that shaped the, 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 the way the church, fun- you know, it's just look totally- at Paul, right? Paul. Oh, oh yeah. Let's yeah, go to an, indi- that, right? an individual though. But like, this was like on a whole <laughs> big scale. Yeah. Right. But like on an individual, sure. The man who was persecuting the church, but let's be fair. God kind of, you know, kinda yeah. knocked him right off his horse and <laughs> sure. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, and only through the Holy spirit can it be done. But I think there's other stuff too. Like, do we even understand uh, who we are in this country? Sure. What are we in this country? And I think sure. that we, as Orthodox, we need to ask that question. I think we, yeah. And what are we in this country? And I don't think everybody gets it. You know, some people do perhaps, but I don't think everybody gets what we are. Some people want to just blend into American society, become one with whatever it is they think ideologically should be the church. Yeah. And it, and it becomes this like, well, okay, if we don't know what we are, how are we going to ever? So how do we rediscover who we are? It's a good question. How do we discover who we are? I mean, I have ideas, but you know, it's a good question. What's your first, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, it's too many things, too many <laughs> things. What, all what's the, what's what just <sighs> taking some of the old world mm-hmm. and the heart, not just the old village. Externals, customs. Yeah. Yeah. Not just the externals, but the, 
the heart of the church and mm -hmm. maybe not even the old world itself but the essence of, of the church which is the ancient fathers of the church mm -hmm. and the traditions that capital t traditions mm -hmm. and and uh, and some people are doing this obviously i know that some people are um and that that intensity that the early christians had towards uh faith mm -hmm. and 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 um you know and, and but we're bombarded by rationalism and all this other stuff yeah but well, yeah but the 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 looking at and so in other words instead of trying to recreate the orthodox church right take what it already is and 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 uh continue to bolster it i mean so practically that, speaking how do we take what it already is what, what right. where where are we going well like, one thing is an one thing is an education mm -hmm. First, taking the pedia, the the mm -hmm. education, of, which is the patristic one, mm -hmm. and the and and all of that, and 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 an education of ki children, the education of children. I mean, what you know, uh, you know, instead of building certain structures, I'm being very vague. Uh, instead of building certain structures, sure, build schools. Mm -hmm. We have mm -hmm. no schools for not even like adults, but for 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 kids. Right. Instead of putting all our resources into building a monument, if you may, right. build a school that serves a practical purpose. And not right. just a practical purpose, but something that will push for many generations of Orthodox Christians in the future. Instead of having yeah. to reinvent the wheel every time a convert comes around. Sure. And there's nothing, you know, I don't know that wasn't disparaging. Against no, converts. no, no, no. But, but, it, but instead of doing that, we, we seem to not realize that, you know, we come from outside. I know we came like a specific person 40, 40, 60 years ago. Right. I know, I know I've been living here for 60 years, but you know what? Orthodox as a whole is, is not from this area. Right. I need something that will make it from this area. Exactly. I think it begins from within and then it can pour into the other communities. <laughs> the thought anyway, yeah, no, you know, I don't know. That's a good thought. That's a you good know, thought. Because I've, anyway, I've been seeing it for years and it's been, it's been grieving I, yeah. you know, I'm grieved because I, I see that we have so much potential, so many right. people who are seeking and, and so many youth that want to know right. a deeper aspect of the faith, but we give them uh, crackers and, and whatever. And then, and then they become another, they become something else when, once they get to college. Well, and and, and wouldn't, you, wouldn't you agree that presence is, is so vital yeah. too? I mean, like, it's like the Samaritan woman, right? Jesus at that point, at the, at the point at which he met the Samaritan woman, he was not intentionally evangelizing the Samaritans. Oh, yeah, he, no, he, no, he was, no, he had no. at that point, he was just telling his, his apostles right. and his disciples to go to the, the lost, the chosen people, the lost nation of Israel. Okay. And mm -hmm. so it was only through his presence, mm -hmm. accidental mm -hmm. even, yeah, at sure. the public place of the well, right? Yeah. Combined with the, the, fierce desire of the Samaritan woman to know the truth, yeah. right? That there was a connection that was able to be made. So in, in many ways, I think there, I mean, I think if we were to add up the amount of people yeah. that yearn for the truth with a capital T, which I believe is, can be found and is found in the Orthodox church, yeah. there would be no space in all of our Orthodox churches to oh, fit yeah all of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nope. I think the question is, is what are the barriers that are keeping them 
yeah. from from discovering yeah. that. And that's yeah, yeah. that is a huge conversation. Oh, oh not um, <laughs> that that I think could 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 potentially you know take up you know a few more episodes. But oh yeah, we definitely can, we can talk about that um, another after time. the podcast. But but yeah. I mean I think it's it's a, it's a worthwhile conversation. I, I think, think it's a very worthwhile conversation for many episodes. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> yeah, as far as like the practicality of this question, right? Like yeah. how, practically speaking, you know, you know how right. how are we how are we unblocking <laughs> right the outpouring of the holy spirit you could say you know right. how can we get out of the way basically you right know? right and you know and i think this is just a thought that popped in my head the holy spirit acts where a person is the most honest and most um down to earth mm-hmm, towards mm-hmm. other people totally right and if we pretend like we're something else or we pretend totally it doesn't totally social club essentially yeah social club that's like the taboo word not really but i mean like you know it's it's the word that you it's like we don't want to admit that (laughs) or nice nice christianity nice christianity right like like being a nice person checking off the the boxes you know as opposed to a a confessional christianity right as you're and, saying, and being honest, being yeah, being you know, being honest about my weaknesses, not not yeah. trying to suppress my weaknesses because I'm supposed yeah. to be some sort of superhuman Christian. Def- definitely. Yeah. Well, are we? I think we're good. All right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Imperfect. <laughs> Imperfectly perfect. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this very interesting episode. It was definitely a joy to talk about it and, and kind of, I think, both be challenged by, by putting forward a challenge, creating yes. a challenge for us to both discuss. And, yep. and after we stopped, I was so interested and excited to continue it. And that's right. why we're Me back. Um, all right, everybody. Blessed Pentecost. Indeed. And uh, may the Holy Spirit guide us all to the truth. And uh, let's do it. All right. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.